It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at clipit.tv. You're listening to BGN Radio. Wentz and the shotgun. Wentz with a commanding presence is back. Here comes the rush. He steps up. He fires on the run. Complete the Ertz across midfield. Look at that kid. Ertz got out of came across the field and there was great movement by Wentz and he threw a dart. He threw a dart. Oh, what's going on? Bleeding Green Nation. We are live from the Paper Street Pub in Maniunk and uh, we are enjoying, well, many things. First of all, I have to point out is Brandon Lee Gowton there we go. is here once again. So we know that he is the captain of food, the administrator. President of the food. President and drink. Food. Let uh, food and drink. Yeah, now, now food of and drink. consuming all things. Because as usual, when we do these things, it is presented by Bud Light. So it is the Bud Light live show. And uh, he's he's now double fisting two Bud Lights, which is impressive as always. That's nothing new. Well, right? he, he, yeah, the thing is, just on the Bud Light alone, he could keep Bud Light in business. Yes, yes. Exactly. By himself. As they should be. I mean, it is yeah, you know, no, Bud Light's drinkable. Best, and uh, we're doing yeah. it here as we're doing the show. But, but the great Thank thing you, Light. about the PSP is I think we're going to officially start yeah, buddy, calling the PSP. that out. PSP. Shout so out to Roger. Not only do they have uh, you know a lot of different great cocktails, but they have. See what what I like about it is they've brought back the fish bowls. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, that, I thought uh, it I mean, was like, gone, John. To that, be honest, it is back. Give me all the blue carousel in the world. Put the vodka in it. The pineapple juice. The, well, the that's sprite. Well, that's once you have the blue carousel, you can just put anything else yeah, in, which is and which you're is good. which is uh, awesome about it. So not only like you look at it, and you're like, wow, forty eight ounces is that's monstrous. So they have the whole kit and caboodle too. They put the the, the Swedish fish on top. Oh yeah, and it's the nerds. The, He's got the nerds on the but, bottom too. But this is why BLG is the connoisseur of everywhere that we go. We looked at it. And we go. We had to try it. We can't drink the whole thing. But the great thing about the PSP is that they make mini fish bowls yeah. as well. So what is the the quick quick review on the mini fish bowl? Good. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what an in-depth. He's not the there best in the business for nothing, folks. That's right. Uh, but we have uh, a lot of things to really kind of dissect and get into here, too, fellas, because uh, I did, finally the, the ceiling hasn't collapsed as we you know went over on the, on the post-game show. But what is interesting is, and what I will always bring up as many times as I can is Dallas played the Giants on Monday night. Yeah. And our, our boy Sunday and yours. Night. Oh, was it Sunday night? That's right. I'm sorry. The Ravens and Patriots yeah. played last yes. night in a battle. Uh, which in I, a weird game. Yeah, but it was yes. a very, very odd game. But uh, So they played Sunday night. 
Dak Prescott looked terrible, awful on uh, on Sunday night. And this is this is what I think is interesting about the draft community and everybody else that kind of runs through there. As you noticed, Carson Wentz when he played in Cincinnati, and he did look awful. We yeah. all admitted that worst it's, game. It's, it's We've all said it. 60, 60 passes and and just the sixty. Hold on, real quick. Before can we just take stock <laughs> of the fact that a rookie threw sixty passes on the road in an NFL game. Yes, we can. Uh, and and it's still not going to change because they can't run the football, so get used to it uh, until they fix a, b- a bunch of different things. It's not out of ignorance. They just can't do the thing. But you saw everybody immediately defending Dak Prescott. It was like, well, it's just one bad game. But then it was Wentz's career was over. Do you notice oh, yeah. the difference between these two things and how crazy all this is? Look, they're both having fantastic seasons as rookies. You know, you can give the nod to Dak Prescott because of the wins. That's fine. I'm, I'm not going to have that argument for the thousandth time about weapons and who doesn't, whatever. And air yards, but obviously. I just, yeah, I just think it is, it is, it is very odd and interesting that there are, you know, it's, it just, it just comes out to fruition again. Like, well, they people like their guys and they don't want to admit one way or the other what's happening. Yeah, here. and outside of draft order, I actually feel like this is something. As my mom shows me a picture of myself while we're doing this, <laughs> yes, which is always, which fun. is exciting. So breaking the fourth. Not wall, only, right? not only is there basically as we we would like to call him now. Our fourth co-host, Mr. Yes. Brian Coulter, Love is him. is here once again, uh, drinking the fine fizz. Tina from Miami yes. making an appearance tonight, yes. and, and just came in just Miami. for this. So she'll be on in a little bit because yes. I want to hear all the embarrassing yes. stories I can about James Elton. Yes. Oh yes, but yes. Uh, that that is definitely going to happen. But uh, uh, wor- word is, uh, I apparently was not that embarrassing a child, just an annoying one <laughs> is the word on the street. Um, it's true. She told us this in the car, which is what I was like. She is a, uh, Tina from Miami is a savage. She holds no punches she back. So he does not mess around. Yeah. So and yeah. apparently shows me pictures while we're going to and <laughs> totally ruins my th- train of thought now. So. That's okay. And so you were just you were just telling us, you no, know, no, no, not, I'm not on the only just the draft I didn't really thing. forget. Oh, okay. I'm just well, trying I'm to just make my mom feel bad because I can do it <laughs> once, twice you. a year. That's anyway, amazing. no, here's the thing. is like the, I feel like that has been the narrative. Also, it's really the – can we be honest? It's because of the whole BS Dallas America's team thing, the whole Dallas thing. Like from the beginning, as soon as he started playing and playing well – it seemed like people were more inclined to give Dak credit than to give Carson Wentz credit for whatever reason, whatever else. But uh, what we've, I mean, uh, we're not going to get into the whole Dak versus Wentz thing, but just in terms of perception. Oh, I am. Yeah. It's not close. Yeah. Well, like, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. Not, but yeah, the, yeah. My, my point being that I, I don't think this is a new thing. I think that it has been season long where it's been a little bit more leeway, a little bit lack of looking at the supporting cast, all that kind of stuff that has kind of surrounded this debate from the beginning. And and I think we're probably going to be talking about it for a long time to come, the Dak Wentz thing, whatever. But I think that it's not new, John. I think the fact that, that Dak, you know, is finally getting criticized and Wentz got criticized for a long time is uh, is emblematic of really the whole narrative. When you compare Dak and Wentz, you're not comparing apples to apples. You're comparing a situation where Dak has not only all these weapons, which we've talked about ad nauseum, uh, you know, Dez and the offensive line and the offensive Zeke, line. which is huge. Yeah, and the offensive line. And the offensive line. The and offensive the offensive line, line yeah. And the offensive, yeah. And so all of that, and, and not only that, but just how much that affects the game plan. Dallas is 31st in pass attempts. Yeah. They are not asking Dak to throw the ball a lot. 
The Eagles, on the other hand, are asking Carson Wentz to throw 60 times in one game. Look at these stats from Rube I have yeah, here. Yeah, I was just, oh my God. <laughs> for, that's why BLG is the best. I was about to quote the Ruben Frank stat. Bust it uh, out. Credit to Ruben Frank here. Wentz has thrown more passes the last seven weeks than Donovan McNabb ever threw in his career in any seven-game stretch. Also, Doug has called more passes the last seven weeks than Andy Reid ever has called in any any seven-week period in Andy Reid's 18 years as head coach. So you look at I that. I think also the most passes ever thrown by a rookie in a seven-week period yeah. as yeah. well. And I think Possibly uh, ever. I think he's still a trend. No, I'm saying ever. In the history of football, yeah, it's the most right. t- yeah. r- times. That was yeah. the other Ruben. That was the one right. I was going to go for. I think he's uh, behind luck in terms of total attempts total, for a I'm rookie. I'm talking about just yeah. the last seven On weeks. Pace. It's the most in seven-week right. period that a rookie has ever thrown the football. So you look at Carson doing all that, and it's clearly there's this too much pressure on him. And it's not like you can run the ball because Ryan Matthews has been hurt, and you can't just ask Wendell Smallwood, a fifth-round pick, to really be a lead back. I don't know if he really has that. You know, he's not that player at least yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, Darren Sproles has had a rib injury, so it's not like you can rely on him. And he's never been a full-time guy anyway throughout his entire career. So, you know, you look at the situations, and they're so different. I think you know, you look at what Dallas has done, and you have to give him credit for drafting Zeke and having that offensive line and giving him that run game. I think that's that's so huge for him. Forget the receivers for a second. Having that run game yep. is the total difference and it would make life so much easier if the Eagles can get a running back in here and fix that run game. They're the only team in the NFL who has run more than pass. Yeah, and, and, because it's uh, – or the or, yeah, the, the Cowboys, the, right? The Cowboys, yeah. I'm saying. So the only team in the NFL this year – Almost a 60% run, right? That's what I right? mean. Yeah. Like, and, and, and it's almost a 60% run, and they're the only one who's over 50. Like, yeah. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, and, and, and because in that style, and that's what I'm saying, they, they, they went back to, okay, what's, what's going to work for us right now? And that's why I think why you're having – it, it's funny to me that they're they're even having the conversation with with Tony Romo and doing all these things. Oh, I think, but that, they're having it. And it's not Jerry Jones is having that's it. That's not just the national thing. Jerry can't sh- shut up because he goes on one hundred five point three the fan in Dallas, which is our sister station in uh, in uh, da- in Dallas, Texas. Can you Dude. imagine having an owner who just went on the air and yeah, said just like crazy stuff but, but, but that's what that's I what know. that's what happens when your owner GM. It's what happens yeah. when your coach GM. Like yeah. you have to get all those questions like wrapped him into one bundle. He just. He just went on to say, "Is just like you know, if he was asked if there is ever a time that uh, Romo had to be out there. When was it? And he's just like, when I see it, I'll know. You'll know. And it's crazy to me that you're just like, wow, they're actually having this conversation. I thought it was just amongst the fan base. You should which, say never. Which, is which, 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 which is this whole thing is hilarious well, on on two, on two parts. One, they should have put him on uh, Tony Romo and IR on immediately. IR. No question. Because then there wouldn't be a shadow there. He could have come back." At any time after yep. that, it wouldn't have mattered. You can still practice even though you're either technically on there. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of different things they could have done. So now they have to deal with this, and it's it's probably just going to be. I hope I'm not tempting fate here, but I think it's I think it's just inevitable that they're going to screw this up somewhere oh, yeah. along the way. And whether it's the divisional round or you know the they're back in the in the championship game, the, you know, it's just that they're they're going to panic at some point. The moment that that they their backs are truly against the wall because it's not going to be till the end of the regular season, and I, I mean they're going to get the number one seed pretty clearly. I would think at yeah. this point, the moment their backs are against the wall, Tony Romo will be there. He will. 
which is insane. I've said to it from me. the beginning. Jerry Jones, like Jerry Jones, loves Tony Romo more than I love my mom. No offense, mom. I love you a ton. <laughs> oh, That's the whoa. Point. I love my mom so much. I can't even tell you. That's how much he loves him more than he loves his children. Yeah, it's true. And it's but, true. And that's what's the, the 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 issue with with that moving forward is like, wouldn't you at right now be happy with where you're at with a rookie quarterback? No one, no one even thought you would be Ecstatic. like this. Even with Zeke doing the things it's that a he does. So pick. yeah, yeah. So you'd be like, wow, let's really develop. Like, wouldn't you want this kid to get the playoff experience to move forward to go ahead, and you can build up. You can let the media do do their thing and take care of itself because there will be a debate when when they do lose, and I think that's going to happen somewhere in the playoffs. When Dak fails, when Dak fails in his first year, everybody's going to be like, "See, this is why they should have gone with Romo and da da da, and he can win you a championship." And then that the draft pick stock just keeps going up and up and up. It it takes care of itself. You move on from him. You 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 know get behind Dak in in year two, and you ride the same thing. You get him even more weapons. You do all that different stuff. And I can't believe. That you would look at that game and the games previous, and then compare those to Carson Wentz's tape, even if in his bad ones, and look and go, "There's more potential." It's outrageous. There. I think <laughs> I think it really is. It's yeah, outrageous. Yeah. It's it really crazy. is. It's like the whole apples to apples thing. I mean, you're comparing apples to freaking like cherries or grapes or whatever. Like it's like it's it's a joke. It is completely different situations, and we only talk about the supporting casts and the, the you know O line and the skill players and all that. Also, just the the amount that they have put on Carson Wentz from a play calling perspective, from mm-hmm. an in game, you know, uh, control of what's happening perspective, audibling, all that kind of stuff. It is a lot more that is on Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, like you said, has to go out, hand the ball to Ezekiel Elliott, and sometimes throw it up and hope Des or Cole Beasley or Jason Whitner, one of the many weapons, catches it. Yeah, and they and they, they've called a, a really good offense for for that to happen. You yes. know what's coming. You. Not really sure how to stop it, so puts more people in the box, leaves people wide open. And, and he's it's a, a weapon. It's a, it's I mean, Dak even, is a weapon. To like, me, it's you t- know, with the legs and stuff, he's a weapon. Yeah. It's not like it's it's this is some untalented person. It's just it's a lot of factors going in to make things work about as perfectly as they could have worked. Yeah, and it's it, to me, it's not even like a weapons conversation anymore because it, it, it is just like you look at the, what they can do when their their backs are up against it, and when that you know like. We've seen it already, and this is the other discussion that's still kind of been brewing about Carson Wentz's clutchness and a lot of this thing. And, and and people really tend to forget that, like you know, he did bring them back in Atlanta. He did bring them back in Detroit. He did. You know, he kind of, he kind of went all those things on game-winning drives, and all they had to do was just take it easy, and they screwed it up in Detroit. So like there are there have been times when he's brought this team back, and and the fact that he did what he did with the scrap heap that was left there. BLG, like, th- this past week, you got to be like, man, you get him one of anything and they win that football game. So, uh, you know, like, I don't I don't know how you can't be really happy moving forward, as long as they nail this offseason, uh, w- with what you have here. I don't think it's as big as an arms race and, like, the, the whole debate about him being, like, the fourth worst quarterback going into last week. Give me a break. Yeah, it's, 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 not, even, it's not even close to that anymore. Yeah, I think – as Doug said, you know, this really was Carson Wentz's best game of the season against Washington. I know the numbers don't look awesome uh, in terms of passer rating and everything like that, but I think, you know, he, he did play really well. He avoided pressure all game. Uh, the, they would have won that game if, 
you know, Matt Tobin isn't playing with a torn MCL and now he's out for yeah. the year and on IRR. Th- you, that you matters. You could have just stopped it if Matt Tobin wasn't playing. <laughs> well, if sorry, that happens. I had to, Johnny. If I'm Jordan, sorry. <laughs> I think, well, I but think, if Alan Barber doesn't get hurt, that doesn't happen. Absolutely. Point, you know? Even on, I, or I think, Lane Johnson doesn't listen, on right, dumb obviously, and get suspended. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Tobin on two good knees can chop block somebody, yeah. you know, yeah. for yeah. one I mean, play. He can throw know, his like, body. Yeah. Give him a fighting chance. Yeah, this was just Kerrigan just went through him like he was water or nothing. So... Yeah, uh, if you're blaming Wentz for that loss, for that fumble or anything, you're, that's ridiculous. I mean, he played really well. I think that's basically what we're looking for, right, in these in these final three games of the season, which are meaningless uh, in the sense, you know, the Eagles obviously, I think I think ESPN literally said the their odds are making I, I know it's point oh 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 two. It's like five million to it's one, one or something. It's one in five million. Yeah. That is great. It's point oh 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 two. So we're obviously not, you know, hoping for that. You're kind of just – but the the fun thing is, you know, the Eagles don't own their own first round pick, so it's like you're not rooting win, for yeah. them to lose. Just win, totally. you know, win because you know why not? Yeah. Um, and you want to see, you know, that progression from Wentz and for for that to him playing well against Washington. I think that's exactly what we're looking for down the stretch here. Just more good games out of him, more of that progress, and uh, I guess that's about it. Yeah, and and it's just going to be, and that's you're right, and and then you got to having, you know, we're we're in pretty much. Full off-season mode here, so now we're going to be discussing a lot of. You know, I'm I'm going to ask you guys what what do you think the three biggest needs are yeah. and, and rank them because I'm I'm still having a tough time. I've said it a bunch of times already, but let's do it. You, let's do it right now. You yeah. can pretty much convince me because I don't uh, agree with teams. Of of, of, <laughs> of I've been going back and forth <laughs> of yeah. any order here, and uh, I keep going back to you know what I there I, there needs to be I guess some form of. Of balance, but then I always tell myself, I was like, you got to be really good at one thing, you know, like, and, yeah. and be the best at it. So I, I'm not sure if you want to try and, like, rebuild the offense. So it is that. I would assume because you have an offensive-minded head coach, you want to stick with there, and the defense is kind of good enough. It still needs some upgrades here and there, and I know CB is a huge, huge thing, and there's a lot of good DBs in this draft class, but I, I'm still not convinced and I'm so wide receiver thirsty that I think I got to go that one. And you kind of make the trend to I'm going to put CB three because I think you I think this desperately needs more offensive line than I thought, especially with the injuries that are coming in here. Your depth isn't that great, so I'm going wide receiver, O line, and then cornerback there, James. Yeah, see, I and and uh, I have been flip flopping like uh, nonstop, Doug Peterson esque. Uh, with my cornerback wide receiver decision for one and two. In my mind, it's it's those two, and O-line is my third, regardless. Running back, a little bit behind that. Uh, but oh, it's it's for me, it is wide receiver and cornerback, and for a long time I said wide receiver, but the more and more I think about it, the more I feel confident that cornerback has to be the number one priority for this reason, for this reason. I think that in uh, – this is assuming Doug Peterson does not get fired and this coaching staff does not change over. But in the system that they have now, what we're trying to do in Jim Schwartz's system, cornerbacks are really put on an island. They, as we've talked about a million times, like there is a, a huge onus on those guys to be able to really compete one on one, no matter who the receiver is. Wide receivers, while you know, again, I think it is hugely important. We've talked about whether it's Anquan Bolden or Jeremy Curley or all these types of, of names who you can bring in who won't be enough. But I think you can, especially because I think Carson Wentz is going to get better and I think he is going to make everyone on the offense around him better. Those cornerbacks, don't, other than a pass rush, don't have anyone else to help them. They're on an island, I think, getting a number one cornerback 
is the most important thing. Ring the bell, James. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how I think about it. And I was talking to John about this after uh, the game on, on I Sunday. I see you guys to gang up on me. Thanks a lot. That's what yeah. we do. That's what we, we plan. We're we just were, like, how can we gang up on James? We were game? sitting in Doug Peterson's press conference, which it takes him a long time to get there. So we were minutes, man. So we had a lot of time. and we Extra were, long this time, yeah. too. We it were, was like, you, you know, come on. We were but plotting against you, James, and we yeah. were saying that. I was saying surprised. to John that. I feel like there has to be a theme to what the Eagles do. It's not just as simple as getting, oh, we need to get this position. The theme is that you need to do whatever you can to help your franchise quarterback, Carson Wentz. What is the best thing we can do to help him? You can make a case that quarterback helps. Having a good defense. I, I agree there's an argument for that. But I feel like going back to what I said about earlier, we can't have him having to the coaching staff giving him this many passing attempts all the time. The running game needs to get fixed. I don't know Ooh. if that means it's a running back. Cause it, Ooh, I like is the that. right running back there? Maybe. And if it's Zeke, like, or it's obviously not going to be Zeke himself. Like Fournette is but the point. Yeah, they it, won't be that high. Right. Is it? Is it? If there's an impact player like that, it could be him. It could be the offensive line you need to fix. I think they definitely, obviously, either yeah. running back there or not, you need to fix that offensive line at some point, and that could be it. So to me, I'm focused on doing whatever you can to help Carson Wentz develop and help him advance and that's where my priorities lie. And I agree with that, just to add in there. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I think, yes, the development of Carson Wentz is, is priority number one. I, you know, I don't want to say running back doesn't get talked about enough. but It doesn't. I don't you think it does. It. Yeah, yeah, it, I, I, you I can, can say it. Because it is. Uh, because who's well, your running we, back dude, next we year? Did, I mean, we did a poll today. The midday show poll on WIP was, you know, you can only do four on Twitter. So it was which is the Eagles' biggest area need, and it was wide receiver, cornerback o-line and running back and it was like it was easily wide receiver and cornerback, back and then o-line and two percent said running back and i know it's up against those other spots but i do think we're undervaluing the the, the need there especially well, for this offense yeah, and especially this class i mean like yes. even even so like you again yeah, you're not going to get learned for it but i mean like you don't dabble cook there's <laughs> there's, a, there's a million different running backs in here and some guys that aren't giving enough attention because it's so stacked like yeah. you're there are first round talent Ish, like that Nick, are in like Nick second, Chubb third round. Nick Chubb is going to be phenomenal, late, and he's a yeah. really good. I mean, he's like a third, fourth round pick as of now. It seems like yeah. he's a, a re- like I've seen that dude do amazing things on a football field. Yeah, and and it's just like I think that's where <laughs> I think wide receiver, running back, it should be lumped into one thing. Yeah, so you can, because if you need you somebody can sell to do me on something. Skill players. Yeah, like, yeah. If you want to say just skill player, I'll take that over a cornerback. I think if you're whittling it down per position, I I do think that. More so because it's easier to fill the other spots. Yeah, it uh, well, and especially yeah, especially this year uh, I too. Mean, like, I, I mean, yeah. like I, I th- as far as like trying to prioritize it based on based on the draft class, then I then I might say okay, offensive line, then, uh, then you well, know you might, cornerback. Well, then if you're later, just going so. draft class, you might even push pass rusher up higher than you would have. I mean, probably. This is, I mean, when was the last time we had a draft that was like? Pass rusher heavy. That that feels like a real like. Seriously though, it feels like a real like every year. Oh, you need pass rushers. Pass rushers. There are pass rushers in this draft. Yeah, there was a lot of defensive tackles last draft and like so so guys here, and now now it's like kind of switched. And, and again, it just it, it listen. It is just Philadelphia's luck that like every year it just never fits with what exactly they need. Thank God I was we we're wrong about Wentz, at least so far. Oh my God, yeah. Because, uh, you know, we're just like, oh, there's just not a we're good, like, good class I, for QBs. I, 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 mea culpa, 
go get tank for Deshaun Watson. Sorry, <laughs> I was wrong. Like, uh, thank yeah. God I, we have Carson Wentz. Yeah. And I'm not. And I'm not sure what Deshaun Watson's going to be. No, honestly, I, I think there's. I yeah, think there's. I still like him, but swung the other way now, where it's just yeah. like, all right, all right, it's too much. You're I was like here, that guy. Like, and I still like him, but I, I definitely was all in on Deshaun Watson, and that is certainly cool. Yeah. So uh, good luck, Browns. And we, you know, it's like you don't have <laughs> to deal with that Miles kind of stuff. Garrett, I think. That'd be, At least those that are that makes sense. It, I would, it'd be, it'd be really stuff. hard, really hard to pass up on them, but to kind of go and do that there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to kind of wait and see here. And and you you kind of like as you're looking through a lot of these things, then you start thinking like, all right, well who's who's not going to be here next year? Kind you know, man. so like Connor Barwin. Connor Barwin's actually easily number one. That's yeah, number I think that's one. a foregone like conclusion. Lock but city. but do we really? Because Jeffrey Lurie likes him. That's the thing. That's like the. I don't think he's going to be back. But it's just like you have it's that fine. in the he'll back of your mind. He'll make him hipster ambassador for the team or something, <laughs> and we'll be fine. Well, he'll still get picked up. He'll he will. Go, he'll let's go put it this way: Connor will be a coach or something for the Eagles someday. Like Lurie will bring him back. But for right now, I trade him to the 49ers if Chip gets in control. Maybe. Maybe. Which, by the way, oh man, did you guys see the season schedule that's coming out next year? Oh yes. yeah. Oh lord. That'll I be. Mean, I, 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 mean, I don't want Chip to get fired just for that. Like I want, <laughs> I want that so bad. Like that whole week, like the whole Chip, like man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be kind of uh, that. That would be fun. It'd also be really depressing the other way, I guess, too, if it's just like suddenly they're. They can win three games or four games, and one of them happens to be the Eagles that year oh, yeah, or whatever. That would be a uh, but bummer. You have, I mean, you have the entire AFC West coming in. So that's Kansas City, yeah. Denver, <laughs> Oakland, that all, you know, home and away. you got to deal with the Carolina Panthers on the road, Saints on the road, uh, the AFC West. So you just, yeah. which isn't, you Less know, I mean, it's, ideal. it's, you're going to see Seattle again for the second year in a row. So, mm-hmm. like, you, you're, you're starting to think, and listen, NFL changes from year to year, totally. and I understand that. It looks, Hard, and then it happened again this year. We thought it was looked incredibly hard, and whatever. Yeah, we thought that Bengals game was. Go- oh wait, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we thought it was going to be real tough, and then uh, oh yeah, it, was, it still was, it still was. So like you know, it's not. I, but from you know just the outside looking in, it's not going to get any easier here, and you're going to have to make a lot of great decisions coming into this thing. And I gotta say, as much as he's going to cost, and maybe you can get him to come down, you can't get rid of Jason Peters yet. You just no, can't. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. There's too much. There's too much at stake. There's too many needs he, and too many holes to fill. He still means a lot to the team too, yep. in the locker room and the guys. You know, everyone respects him so much. I mean, there's just yeah. And I think for what his contract is, it's really not that bad. Yeah. Like when you look at the left tackle market these days, he's still you know he's obviously not in his prime. He's he's going to be what thirty five or thirty. Yep. He's going to wow, be thirty five yeah. in a month. It's crazy. He still wants to play. But here's the thing with Jason Peters. He's an athletic freak. Like if there's anyone who can get away with that, it's yeah. him. So the Eagles are lucky to have that. But, yeah, I think you're absolutely keeping him around. And he certainly played better this year than I – like I, I was one of those guys coming into the year being like, hey, uh, Jason hey, Peters, done, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's had a much better year than I. So not, he hasn't been great, like we said. And obviously, like, what the hell, false starts. Like, dude, That's been with him his whole career. Cra- yeah, but still, it's like it seems it's been inflated. Maybe he's trying to get a, more of a jump. He's yeah, slower. He he's whatever. Is. He I think that's is, part yeah. of it. But either way, he's certainly been better than I expected. Yeah, so. and uh, I'll take some. I'll take seven – what is it, seven, eight? What does he have this year? Eight fifty. <laughs> Yeah, like, fine, fine, whatever. It's like don't if you don't get the franchise quarter potential franchise quarterback killed, uh, that's just fine. So yes. uh, take a false start. I'll take the five yards over like you not getting off quick <laughs> yes. enough and Carson Wentz dying on the field <laughs> yes. like Darren Sproles did. Absolutely. So you, I mean, like so with that, is there any is there any surprise cuts PLG that you would be like? 
you know, going through as you're, as you're seeing, or like anybody that's, I mean, like, I, I would assume at this point that. Like Jason Kelsey, kind of, would that count as a surprise? I don't think. I don't. Think I don't think do he that. does either. I'm just trying to get a feel for what you're looking for. Yeah, it's something or like Nelson Aguilar, even though <laughs> oh, even though that's it like would cost money, but still, it's interesting. Are they at the point where just like you know what? It's just there's there's too much going on here, and you're not going to get better here. If you're going to get better anywhere else, have at it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I strongly think that signing Deshaun Jackson and getting rid of Nelson Aguilar. As a PR move, that Jeffrey Laurie would be okay with that. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking the whole deep into the bars. The, eyes here at the part. The whole Deshaun thing is weird to me. Still, I know there's a lot of people who want to see him back. Everyone gets excited when they talk about him. And I think as a football player alone, Deshaun does make sense for yeah. the Eagles. They need a big play threat. He's really good. Um, so. <laughs> as we sorry, as we Tina, take Tina from Miami is just subdirecting this podcast. Yeah. Well, I love it. I love Way it. Way to go, um, mom! <laughs> I think Deshaun makes a lot of sense from a football standpoint. Uh, yeah, you know, so do the, I. The Eagles need that. And they need a big play threat. I think he would open up a lot. At the same time, like we can't just pretend there aren't issues with Deshaun, and that's my big issue with everyone. Yeah. Or pretend how him. he left. Like I know Chip was like yeah. the head of it, but like Jeffrey Lurie and Harry Roseman, or at least they Jeffrey Lurie, were still, that's what I mean. They were still okay with, with kicking this guy, you know, releasing him. And, and there's like, a reason for that. This isn't just like Chip hated Deshaun and he's gone. There were things behind the scenes yep. that we Lots can't talk about things on this podcast scenes. publicly because for a reason. Just put, I'm not going to get into for, it. Can I just say, can I just say <laughs> connect the dots and think for a moment, all right? It's not just we, like they cut him for no reason. We love Elliot Shore Parks. He's great. Oh, that it's article that. had nothing to do with it's it. It's beyond that. And it's so beyond that. And everybody focuses on that one thing because whatever, it's the easy explanation, but there's a ton going on behind So there's him. things like that, and there's things like Deshaun being late for meetings all the time. and Not showing and, up to practice, not showing up to literally OTAs. literally not showing up to <laughs> OTAs every year. So it's not like he's like this perfect player who's great for the locker room and everything. No, I'm saying overall, I think you should sign him if you can. Price. I think he's worth it. Yeah, price. I just think whatever, it's not like yeah. this like perfect move fix yeah. all. I mean, you look at the game on Sunday, and like that's Deshaun. Like, he has this big play, and you'll get that. There's also games where he has like – Three catches for like what, like eighteen yards or something. Like sure, he, it's boomer bust, and that there. was yeah. more of his season this year than it was ever anything else. Yeah. yeah, and to add on to the whole like, oh, how much fun would it be to have Deshaun back? That was the feeling that the Eagles had when they brought Doug Peters yes. in. When this, it was, hey, let's go back to the good times. All right, yeah. so let maybe let's not all jump into that. And I said At this least, I said, know, so willingly. Exactly, and I said this last night too, and I. Does Jeremy Macklin, Deshaun McCoy, and Deshaun Jackson win you a playoff game this year? Nope. Probably not. No. Probably not. I would know, say definitely not. Want to know how I could say that? The offensive line is still bad. Yeah, the cornerbacks are still the cornerbacks atrocious. cornerbacks are still atrocious. Deshaun McCoy's in Buffalo, and they're under 500. <laughs> you know, so like, and I know it's a different scheme, a different head coach, and all that. Stuff. I'm just saying, like, we get so nice that we, we pump these guys up. So they're very good players. I'm not trying to take them away from yeah. that on, uh, at Especially all. Shady. Especially Shady. I mean, Shady but, is amazing. But like, it, what an amazing player. But the, the, the constant narrative is like, oh, man, can you imagine if Jeremy Macklin was still here? And I'm like, yeah, and actually it's not great. Yeah. You know, like there's, How about this? He's, the, he's hurt the entire year, the and they Chiefs, still got to pay him a bunch of money. Yeah, the chi- he's, not so, even, he's not even the most important receiver to the Chiefs on their own team. No. 
That's Tyree Kill is way more important now. Yes, and like, it is what it is. And 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 we we think of all those. It's it's it's. But it's stuff like like we mentioned on the post game show. It is stuff like simple toe tapping in the end yep. zone. That, but, but anybody can do that. That's what I'm saying. Any competent NFL wide receiver can knows that a million times over. How crazy is that? Jordan Matthews did not get his feet. I mean, how crazy is that, dude? I mean, like, the it's fact that he could not, like, it, it, is, it is receiver 101, and this is the, like, easily the best receiver on this team. Yeah, exactly. And, and, it's, and even so, even with that, you saw, just to bring it all the way back to the Wednesday thing, you even saw with... Jordan Matthews being in here, how much better the offense goes. Oh, my God. You like, know? So even, night and day. So imagine if you just took – and you, we're not, you're not looking for much either, too. You're looking for <laughs> just above Jordan Matthews' skill set, which is not hard to find in free agency, the draft, anything else that's going to uh, – by the way, you can scratch Michael Floyd off of the list because the DUI that came through. So I don't know what's going to happen to him. And it hasn't seemed to stop this uh, regime of, <laughs> you know – I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, you've been the, like, what a dumb time to do that, huh? Yeah, well. You're going to become a free agent here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I look at things like that. I don't know what they're going to do with Michael Kendricks either. Let him go? You know, I, I, I don't, what I don't know the if they can. What, I I was about, what is the I hit? They, I don't have it in front of me. But Wait, uh, how about that contract real quick? Because, like, obviously that contract was weird when it happened. We all talked about it. We all thought Chip was going to trade him, and then all of a sudden this contract comes. But, like, in hindsight – what an atrocious deal. And you know what's funny about that? The people who, like, complain the most about Chip getting rid of, uh, you know, Jeremy Macklin and getting rid of Deshaun and getting rid of Shady, they wanted him to sign Kendricks. They're like, yep. oh, you, well, they're yep. just going to get rid of Kendricks for nothing, just <laughs> like they traded Boykin, who is out of the league, basically. <laughs> he's on the bo- the Bears roster, but he's on yeah, IR. interesting that nobody brings his name up anymore, by the way. But, who? you know. And I'm not trying to defend Chip here because he no. did make bad personnel moves. But my point is that like, not everyone knows no, everything. You know what? Not not as bad. It's and it's not as bad as everybody makes it out to no, be. No, it's really not. Like the tr- you know, it's look, really not. Sorry, look, I mean, hey, like there's Kiko Alonso has been awesome for the Dolphins this year. Like he's uh, you know not the Pro Bowls matter. He's probably going to go to the Pro Bowl. Byron Maxwell, for whatever it's worth, has been pretty good in Miami. Still overpaid, so but absolutely overpaid. insane contract. Yeah. But like the point is, is I agree. I mean, I'm not. Excusing anything that Chip did, and obviously, like getting rid of the skill talent that he did, but on the whole, when you step back and look at the moves that were made personnel-wise when he was in yeah. charge, they're not nearly as catastrophic as we make it out to be. Yeah. At least for his moves. And it's just weird to me that we're you're just everybody was very accepted. They're still accepted. Still, that of is Eric, the ne- of Eric Rowe. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, how is there not? <laughs> I don't know. He started, it's because he's he probably started, you know, he whatever. Started I don't want to go down on, that road again. He but. started on Monday night for the Patriots. I know. That's Eric what I'm Rose saying. started for the Patriots. So it's just kind of like, what do you do? Why Why is? Why aren't you going back to that? You know, I mean, if you're going to go back to the well for anything, like, go go with the potential. Go with what's around there. So, I, you know, it, it's it's just they've, they've every, everybody's kind of shot themselves in the foot. doesn't matter who's kind of going in and out through there. Like, which which makes me nervous coming in through to this offseason. And it like comes back just, to the dysfunction, just the yeah. general lack of stability within the organization. So uh, as uh, as he joins us every Thursday night. As always. Know. Tuesday, okay. not th- Thursday. Well, he calls Tuesday, me on Thursdays, Thursdays right. and we have a little chat, but I don't I don't <laughs> think that has to do with this, right? What? Tuesday, Gentlemen. Tuesday night as he makes a check out. Unlike some people we know. Thank you, thank who, you. Who bitch on Twitter about, you know, not being close enough to whatever. It doesn't matter where it is. Mr. Brian Coulter 
shows up wherever we are. What's going on, buddy? Hey, now, guys. What's going on? Uh, Doing so, all right. So, I don't know. What, um, first of all, prior, priorities but, but, for, for you. First of all, priority, shout out Jeff Fisher. <laughs> R.I.P. How about that? <laughs> Jeff. Uh, not fucking going 7-9 and nine this year. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, so he was right. Congratulations to hey. him. I'm sure, you know, maybe on the offseason there might be a job for him here. So, Can you believe that? Wait, what? This is, this is, this is in, if, if, Wait, anyone, if, if anyone from our Eagles is listening, like, what's going on there? The people were talking about Jeff Fisher. There was, I've Stop. seen two things. Two things. Stop. And listen, it's, 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 it's all lunatic talk anyway, so, like, whatever. Stop. But it had up, folks. Welcome to Bleeding Green Nation. Yeah, I heard Buddy Ryan's so, coming back. Yeah, seriously. There was, oh, he's dead? <laughs> Sorry, never mind. <laughs> there was too my, soon, James. Too soon. So, yeah. so two oh. things that, like, jumped right out of the old Eagles narrative uh, wheel machine was... Well, if <laughs> if Jim Schwartz gets a head coaching job, <laughs> that was part of the headline. Whoops. Probably Whoops. not going to happen. Well, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you just get uh, good old Jeff Fisher to run the defense? Philly guy. Here's, uh, Great idea. Here's the, here's the thing, our Eagles. He's bad at that, too. Uh, I don't know if you saw the 42 points that Atlanta put up against them oh, that in was, their own house. That was a defensive a genius Greg Williams at work. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, if he, was, if he really was in control. He's I not suspended? I'm sorry. Oh, I, yeah. Did I miss that? I Unbelievable. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, like, with even more, and this is what I don't get. You, 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 you fire the coach. Good work. But that was good work, Brian. Yeah. This is what you don't get? This is what I don't get. I was going to uh, do it, but you beat me to it. It was strong work. <laughs> I'm learning. Um, that how is Sneed? Still, the general manager of that ball club, where you've had Robinson that was in there, who was I think got benched by his by by his own. Uh, so you've drafted like five. Yeah, he was a healthy scratch. The second pick, not to you know, I, I don't know if we should throw stones because our twentieth pick doesn't in the draft matter. was well, was a healthy it scratch. But doesn't matter. Yeah, That's Greg Robinson, the second pick in the draft was a healthy scratch. So you have that. You've got you've drafted five offensive tackles to try and play guard. They haven't worked out. You've built a. You've let go of McLeod. Whoops. You let go of Janoris Jenkins. Whoops. You're about to lose Jermaine Johnson, I'm sure, this (laughs) offseason. So, like, you're just doing this thing over and over again. You picked the wrong quarterback. You picked the wrong quarterback. Yeah, more than let's, let's be honest which here. is which has been hilarious because of all the national thing of just like oh yeah you you know who would love this gig John Gruden he loves that yeah. <laughs> which I came out of somebody's mouth today on on TV and I was so impressed by that but uh yeah I, I don't know how anybody's keeping their job I don't in I don't Los understand it, it's ridiculous but uh to go back to the original point before we got a little bit off topic with yeah. Jeff Fisher <laughs> it, as far as priorities go I do think it's kind of interesting We've named pretty much every position except for linebacker. Yes. Which is sneaking needs. Thank God for Stephen Tullick. Am I right, guys? Yeah. Uh, You just were talking about (laughs) Kendricks, who just signed that four-year, what was it, $29 million deal, like $16 million guaranteed. That's going to, like, 2020. Uh, And he played – it was kind of funny. Last week, I think it was you, James, who said uh, – Reporters asking questions uh, to fill their own narrative, like you know, yeah. Michael uh, Mike, uh, Michael Kendricks yeah. playing six snaps, yeah. <laughs> and he played what eight this week? Yep, uh, missed a tackle, yeah. too. Miss, missed a tackle yeah. as well. It's eight good. snaps. But, uh, you know, Nigel Bradham was a great pickup, but you know he's gonna. It's only a two-year deal for him. Yeah, uh, and he's thirty-three, right? Thirty-two. No, no. no. Bradham. No. 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 Oh yeah, late twenties, like twenty-eight. I want to say. I think of Kelvin's McKelvin over older. McKelvin's 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30
<laughs> he is immortal. Dude, uh, hold on, real quick, yeah. real quick, real quick. Was the was the pick six like the greatest moment of oh, the yeah. season for you? Like, was that just <laughs> wow? Like, did you have trouble containing yourself Never in the press box? Or like, I saw him fist pump in the press <laughs> box. <laughs> yeah. I was right. <laughs> See, John, I love that John's in the press box because John is me in the press box because we're the same watching games, yeah. and I know how hard it it's must be. It's incredibly hard. I know, it's I know, incredibly I know, hard. And sometimes it just shoots out. Like the, uh, yeah, you when, can't when, help it. When, so, like, when the Washington scored their last touchdown, I think I was actually yelling out, let him score, let him score, let him score, let him score, let him score. Which and I didn't awesome. for, you know, forget how, like, you know, everybody's around me. But to your point, I think there's a there's a ton of Nigel different. Bradham is 27, by the way. Oh, Sorry, 27. 27. Yeah, 27. Great job, John. Uh, so there. <laughs> Culture is killing you, and Listen, I'm loving it. I'm an encyclopedia of age people. Uh, there is, I think there's a lot of sneaky needs on the defensive side. Yeah, linebacker, is, and defensive end. Yeah, linebacker. I mean, there was a perception a few weeks in after everything was going great. You know, you got Jordan Hicks making plays, and Nigel Bradham was running all over the place. That really stopped as well with this uh, two and eight stretch that they've been on since. The linebackers really haven't been producing as well, and I don't think that really gets covered as much because of the deficiencies that we've seen from the cornerbacks and also the uh, ineffectiveness of the defensive line in getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't really put too much in the statistics as far as like tackles go, but I can't imagine that the that. Bradham is probably in the top 30, 35 in tackles. I would assume so, yeah. In the league? No. In the, no, in the league. I don't think he, I don't know We're if there's going to be a linebacker who's going to like break that top 30 up for tackles this mm-hmm. year. And I mean, it's weird. It, 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 there's all these different things that we're talking about. I don't know if linebacker gets brought up as much. I don't think it gets brought up at all, actually. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about it. <laughs> Thanks, I mean, well, then same, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, honestly, I feel the same way about the end because we're just talking about it. If you're going to let go of Connor Barwin, what's your plan? Stephen Means. Stephen Means Ste- business. Full-time Stephen Means? The Were renaissance of no. Marcus Smith. Or just Vinny Curry needs one more year, and then he'll bust out. Is he becoming the new Zach Ertz? Oh is that what it is? Man, Vinny Curry. <laughs> makes me sad. Vinny Lo- makes and me and sad. again. Low key tight end. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, deep. And, and it comes back to that. Just give and, me a playmaker and, and, on offense. And if you're, and that also God, leads this into team sucks. Yeah, that leads into <laughs> if you want to trade for a wide receiver, a big play wide receiver, you got to trade a draft pick that you're probably going to need to fix the defense or get an offensive lineman or something. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah. a tough situation to be in. It's very much like it's a good thing the Eagles have a really good general manager with a very strong track record of drafting Ooh. and, and Ooh. being part of organizational Ooh. success. Uh, what's going on with Donovan through this offseason? Hello, my goodness. Uh, oh, so man. there, that's uh, how about yeah. that? Uh, how about that? How about that? Well, that becomes. I, I think that becomes more or less the the discussion as the season finally kind of winds down right. in right. February, and I think it would behoove. I'm not going to say name names, but maybe somebody to my left who has a three-letter acronym for his name, as we always address him, might want to press, not Jeff McLean press, but still press enough to find out where the lines are in this organization and how much you know, of the fingerprints of Howie and Joe Douglas and where those things kind of lie and, and I, if th- there's a defined role and there. And I think BLG was right on the mark as far as uh – you were talking about a narrative that there has to be in this offseason as what you're going to do. I think that's perfect. An identity, right? Yeah, an identity. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need to 
go into the offseason with a plan like that. And stability. Stability. Yeah. This organization. I know it's crazy, but this organization needs. Like we talked about it in in Doylestown last week. Like we we've talked about it over and over and over again. This organization needs some semblance of structure, some semblance of stability. Someone like okay, all right. So this guy is in charge of this. This guy's in charge of that. instead of like Howie Roseman being in charge of. And if it doesn't Everything, work, and then you're to blame, and you're gone. Exactly. You need some accountability. You need stability. Like it's a lot of. You know the similar type of words here, you but like accountability and stability are the two words that really stick out. To you me. can't just keep blaming the players. You can't keep shipping out players. Bringing it's new all about players execution, well, Brian. Come on, you can't keep blaming the players too. Execution, you can do though. a lot of different things. You can't things. just say execution. Well, who is making the players? <laughs> exactly. Well, that's that's true at too. some yeah. point, you know, it's going to fall on the people who are in charge of picking personnel, and that's. That's, Who is that? I don't. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. It's, it's how are we at this? Can I just thing? say it's how, been five years? How are we? Here. How are we at this point again? How how do we not know who is in charge of doing what? Oh, we do I mean, know. Come on, stop. Well, we, no, know we, 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 we know it's Howie. We have no Howie. idea how much. It's Howie. No, 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 know. because it's a lot of this feels like Jeffrey Laurie too. Like, uh, oh well, that's where yeah, is yeah, sure, Who's sure. doing I, this? I almost consider Howie yes. and Laurie <laughs> one <laughs> unit. Right. Is that bad? Hugh Lowry? Wow. I look at them as the same thing. <laughs> well, like who's keeping them? Who's enabling Like I feel like it is the same thing. Like you say in terms of like making decisions. Lori Howard, it doesn't matter. Maybe it that's could. why Howie's still here, because yep. there isn't another general manager who wants to come in and hear so much uh, feed, uh, have Maybe. an owner with so much input. Hmm. Could be. Hmm. It's possible. Interesting. Uh, but we don't know, and that's why it, 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 all that can be all that discussion can be erased if, again, they come up huge in a draft or if they come up, you know, with, with whatever's kind of going on through there. So... What are you? What are you drafting first and foremost? Uh, just a good then. Yeah, yeah it was get a, Roger on here. Drum roll. Linebacker. I'm dying. I'm like waiting, like brimming with anticipation because there is nothing that drives this city more than drafting an offensive tackle. Well, it's true. I don't know. That's that's probably it. That's a good. It's fair. It's it's boring, but it works. It's consistent with all good teams to have good offensive tackles and. There has to be a decision made. With you're going to have Jason Peters and Lane Johnson can't stop doing drugs, and that's <laughs> you know, a next one's going to be uh, bigger suspension. And you can't two years, yeah, two, two yeah. years. So he's I mean, done after that. Yeah. So you got a guy on two strikes on one end. You got a guy who's nearing retirement on the other end, and you have a as we saw this past week, we were down to our uh, backup, backup. Back up, back up, back up, back up, right tackle. <laughs> From? University. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, like, why don't they sign Julian uh, Vanderbilt one more time? Yeah. It, it, you know? yeah. Just to, break, to take the record back from Well, Carol just Green. like how John Dornboss missed the consecutive games record. He tied it, but he had a chance to beat it. Julian Vanderbilt is one signing away from the, the ultimate right? signings record See? with the Eagles. It will be the Gotta seven millionth time <laughs> the Eagles have resigned him. Uh, Brian, Roger. We, we appreciate it as always, Aww. buddy. Always we're here. Uh, uh, we, I, I we, know that I'm just warm enough for the main attraction here tonight. So. <laughs> Which is Tina from Miami. That's no, right. Uh, we wanted to get uh, uh, Roger on here. He is the – you got to tell us, are you the proprietor? Yeah. Is that right? Oh, the, you yeah. know, along with, along with so he is the proprietor of the Paper Street Pub here in Maniac, which, again, is gorgeous. We're sitting at the large community table, which is the best viewpoint because there's five flat screens that are right in front of you, plus your own like little – 
personal TV. And you actually said there was there's actually a lot of like Browns fans that have come in here through the season. That's been kind of the spot for them. And there's a, just a lot of you guys have the Sunday ticket and red zone and fan of any team is pretty the much point. anything. You, you if you have the game, you can kind of come if in here and watch. If you're a Titans it, fan living in Philadelphia, <laughs> if you this exist, is your spot. If the, actually if if you exist. Email us because I want to. I want to hang out with you. For if you're Sunday. a Jags, oh wait, never mind. Sorry, it's not a thing. It's not but, a thing. Uh, yeah, the, I mean the place looks great. So tell me just you know a little bit about how this how this kind of all came about here. Oh yeah, I, I uh, grew up in the area um, probably my whole life. I came. Oh, he's good. Oh, no, he's good. T- he's Tina good. from Miami <laughs> just can't she's stop she's suffering. She's, 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 yeah, she, doing the producing. Yeah, she's handing out business yeah. cards. This is great. See, here's yeah, the yeah. thing. She's trying to do this stuff. I don't know if she's actually doing it. <laughs> yeah, so I grew up in the area uh, 20 years. Uh, I've been bartending here for 18. Oh, oh, oh see, that's awesome. So, okay. And uh, so I have a little bit of knowledge about the, the business and locally. So that came across where I had an opportunity to, to buy it and uh, I did. And what went behind? I know it was kind of just you went through a little bit of a, a name change after everything. And there was different people that kind of came in here and took over. What went behind kind of the Paper Street pub uh, name? Exactly. So yeah. the name came from uh, locally. The, actually, the street that it's on, actually, uh, the parking lot uh, was supposed to be a street. Uh, probably in the 30s or 40s. Um, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, on paper with the city, it's... You know, they never came to collect our trash, so it's only <laughs> on paper that it's awesome. It's, that's awesome. it's, so it's a street. So. Oh, that's uh, super clever. Because you see great. you're like Paper Street Bob, and you're like, oh, eh, well, I'm sure it's near a street named Paper Street. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Yeah, yeah. It's actually <laughs> just with it. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome. So, like, what, uh, you guys have any type of specials on th- throughout the week, or are you just kind of, it's everything's uh, ready and here and ready to rock and roll, or how does how do things go here? Uh, so, we have specials throughout the week. Um, which, uh, we have Quizzo on Wednesday nights. Oh, nice. You know, and we have, I'm a Quizzo uh, expert. Wings, yeah. <laughs> for what it's <laughs> worth, I'm a Quizzo. basket of wings on Mondays. I'm a Quizzo expert, for what it's worth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. We'll put it to the I'm test. Maybe we'll come back there. here tomorrow night. I'm just putting no, it out I need there. a partner. You win every time. And wasn't there – I think I saw something too. Is there like – there's something you guys do with with wings, right? Like there's like a – if you can eat the most or there's a kind of challenge. There's a wing challenge of some sort that – that I was looking through the menu, which was I thought was pretty awesome. Yeah, so we have the, our uh, ghost pepper uh, sauce. If you, if you eat them, you actually get a uh, the real a free shirt if you can eat them all. They're, they're pretty. They're pretty hot. <laughs> I'm actually. I'm not try How <laughs> many people have done it? How many people have? Uh, uh, we had about four. They, 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 and they, they were. They did competitions before, and they, they said they were pretty hot, but. <laughs> You know, they end up, I think they I did it for like sure. I feel like Brandon. I feel like we should. Uh, this this is almost a whole other show we could do. Is just driving across the country. Oh wait, Diner Street. I guess the guy did it. But so we should take <laughs> we should take Brandon and just do food competitions across. The Adam Richmond or whatever it was. Oh that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, we Amber, should do Amber, it. Amber, food, yeah. Yeah. BLG would beat every single guy. I, I, there is not one that I don't think. It, I saw the man eat two Philly tacos, which is a cheesesteak. Wrapped inside a slice of Lorenzo's pizza. <laughs> two in a city. I saw me yeah. two. Oh, yeah. I, it's I, pretty I get, serious. I, I one time got through one and, like, thought I was going to die. Also, so, uh, well, let's uh, see if you can eat two at three D's wings. There. Yeah, we might, Boom. We might have to do challenge a, a split challenge with no T-shirt because I, I don't even know if I got I, I would love to try Why'd it. Why'd you go the, no T-shirt? Because of the sweat? Or is that like what? No, no, no. I'm saying we, we wouldn't qualify for the T-shirt, but maybe we could uh, split it. I thought you said no T-shirt. Yeah, I yeah I'm going to take my shirt off and eat wings. That's going to be awesome. John would do that. That's what I mean. <laughs> it was not a crazy thought. <laughs> but the uh, it's the Ghost Face Killer Challenge, which is... 
It's just near and dear to Which my heart. Perfect, I mean, that's yes. perfect for it. So that's and we are totally using Ghostface as an outro for <laughs> yes, this podcast. Yes, yes, we are, for sure. Uh, <laughs> overall, thoughts on the Eagle season or how you're feeling uh, moving forward? With I don't know. I know spirits are kind of down and low. It's hard to be excited about a lot, but where that, do you see the future? No, that's okay. I think the, the, the Eagles look really promising for the future. They just, we just need some pieces, and, and I'm sure, hopefully, that they'll – They'll come through and make the decisions they need to on the offseason, hopefully. So when's yeah, the yeah. guy? So when's the guy? You, you, you in the guy. on Carson Wentz? All, all the way down. Boom. All the way down. Boom. Great player. I agree. He's just... He's the man. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think that's it. Finally, everybody's kind of like settled into the fact that like that's the last last thing on the list. You can kind of check that off, and I agree. But hey, if uh, we give some receivers like some of these other teams, yeah, he'll, exactly. he'll be fine. Yeah, like, yeah. he'll be well, fine. Like you all know, of the other yeah. teams. You know, it's <laughs> like <laughs> make complete. Like you know, I mean, they always called Matt Ryan Matty Ice, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what was he finishing with? Oh, oh that's yeah, what I was going to say before. Sorry. Uh, yes, great point. We talk about the whole Wentz, you know, hasn't come back or whatever. Like, it's like other than Tom Brady, you know, is the most comebacks in, in the league. Matthew Stafford, what the hell is that guy won? You know what I mean? Yeah, He's like yeah. the legend of come. Oh, he comes back all the time. Great. Really? For, for Does what? he want a playoff game yet? Well, okay. it, it, the thing is, he all four of his <laughs> wins each season are comeback wins. Yes. And that's it. But, you yes. know what I mean? Because like, the it's team is bad. Ridiculous. You know? Ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's just amazing to me how much like how much value is put on like yeah. comeback it's wins. Crazy. That's what I meant to say. It's, it's insane. Roger, we appreciate you hanging yes. out, though. Man. And we Tim. appreciate this place. This place is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate you guys coming out. No really problem, man. Absolutely. Thank you. One thing I did forgot to mention too is I get the uh, six packs to go, which is always well, clutch. Well, and also the, in the freaking fridge. like sweet high def televisions everywhere you look. It's like you can't even like it's awesome everywhere yeah. I look. It's yeah. like, oh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, everywhere. It's That's beautiful. Uh, well, as as promised as well, uh, it is, it is uh, time. Uh, we got We got it. It's time for I the. Might, I might not want to li- like. Should I go in another room? I don't know. Hey, everybody. Emba- I, I wanted the embarrassing stories. But uh, Apparently Tina from Miami might just said <laughs> she's got annoying stories. So, and you just flew down here for today, which is which is an honor. Like she's just here for one night. I she did. Wanted to come up and hang out. So this is this is awesome. I did. I flew in for my son. She, yeah. She well, honestly, she flew in to meet BLJ. That was really <laughs> yeah, right. It's true. Yeah, it's she was like, true. he's not really that tall, is he? It's like, oh no, we're oh, no, not he's tall. <laughs> yeah, it's real. First, the, the first word. Oh yeah, do you go ahead and but tell But I him. did that on purpose. Yeah, I told her. Yeah, I knew. I, 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 I oh, her man. In a little she bit. She said, he said that, so I thought that was the basketball be a good thing. thing. It's <laughs> like, hey, have you ever played basketball? Yeah, it was the first. You play basketball. <laughs> 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 a little bit. <laughs> but it is good. Like it's it's funny because the same thing on my brother recently, and he's just like, I, you guys always joke about the podcast. Like I, I was like, you know, six four, six five. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, he's he's a giant. Yeah, I don't think he is. I think he's adorable. Oh, look at that! I love well, it. Well, can he be both? He's a giant and an adorable giant. <laughs> well, like yes, it. he's my BLG. No, <laughs> look at that! This is great. But so Tina, tell Good us job, about. Tina. I want to know about two-year-old to ten-year-old <laughs> James Seltzer. Yes. What is what is what's his story back in the day? I I won't. All I will say is that I don't remember the two first years of his life. I was that bad. I was that out of control that it is a blur. Uh, yeah, it's very like the forgetful, least, baby. least surprising thing you've ever heard, baby. right? Can you imagine? It's, it's true. I don't, I don't remember it. I, I remember it, but... In glimpses, you know that it's it be- happened. But is it because he like t- terrorized it? Like, did he never sleep, or just it was yeah. just kind of a blur? Yeah. Do you know the? Oh, this is great. The only way he slept 
I've not, was I, I don't know where she's going with this. I'm that he this. would cry. He would, you know, and we would, you know, we were so really, really right progressive <laughs> parents. You don't let them cry. You don't let them do this. So we decided one night to let him, you know. Get it out. Yeah. Kind of get it out. Maybe it would Is be a good the thing. Ferber? It's a Ferber thing, right? Where I don't like, know. Anyway. But anyway. And I don't think anymore. It was, it was in the 80s, honey. Okay. So <laughs> we left him in his crib, and he was crying, and then he stopped, and then he stood there, and he was, like, cooing and doing these things. And then he started crying again, and the only way we knelt, no, we knew he fell asleep is that he fell over. <laughs> <laughs> you would just see, so he's, uh, he'd be like standing up in his crib, and then all of a sudden you just hear It's like a plop. <laughs> <laughs> he would oh, he's plop, asleep. and he'd be asleep. That would be it. <laughs> James Elser sleeping right there. At the yeah, the it sounds That's about amazing. right. It's, f- it's still how I do it. So, then, so as he's growing up and doing all these different things, and like, so how did you did you know that he would end up being in radio someday, or like? Well, I knew think? he would. I always hoped he would do something like this, and I've supported him all his life Very for true. this. And also, you can see, like, she talks into the microphone better than anyone we've ever she had does. on. It's She's unbelievable. A pro already. Like, unbelievable. No offense, yeah. Brian, but way better at talking <laughs> to the microphone than you. It's very impressive. But I, I supported him. I always said about my kids, and this is not the fact that they're doing what they're doing, but the fact that I said if they wanted to pump gas, and they're happy. This is true. That's all that matters. That's, that's awesome. a, tr- that's a true that's all quote that, that yeah. came from. Uh, you always said that. Man, that is great. But yeah. the <laughs> fact is, is that I supported him. I helped him with his wife, who Emily is an angel. She really is an yes. angel. An angel. Emily, are you listening? <laughs> no, she never listens. Just right. okay, we can okay. say whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> she is but absolutely not going to She listen. and I she together. though, which is all that matters. Anyway. She together, the two of us, supported him through this, and now he's amazing. Yes, well, yes exactly. He he's always been amazing. No, now he's amazing on radio <laughs> is all I meant. I'm so happy he got here, and he's doing what he loves. And every time I talk to him in the morning, I say, how are you? He said, I am great. I am thrilling. Yes. I am wonderful. The energy is enthralling. It really is. It's do you like know? A, yeah, yeah. Do you know how great that feels for a mother? Yeah, it's fantastic. You yes, know, can of you imagine that my uh, that son say to you, "Oh my God, I'm working so hard. I can't stand it. I yeah. want to die." James is like, "Hi, mom. How are you? Oh, I'm so great." <laughs> <laughs> That's, a That's amazing. Yeah. Look at that. So okay, so we know that. Emily is the angel, but who yeah. is who is the devil in this life? Who's the one that came through the door and you're like, this is not going to work. Get her out of here. Ooh. Oh, well, that's pretty easy. <laughs> oh, see, James already oh. knows. Oh, I, I, but no, it, you, no, but she was the devil. Her go. Yeah, it was no, a long no, time ago. No, no one, no one, no one. No he one? Was very, wow. He's very blessed. That's amazing. Good track hashtag, record all the ground. Hashtag. She hashtag meant to say blessed. hashtag. 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 Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag Missy. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, there we go. Calls it out in the hashtag. No. <laughs> if it weren't for Missy, worry, you she... never would have met Emily. There it is. So. Okay, Missy. Okay. Missy was the one. Missy okay. so is the one. So bless yeah. Missy. 
Bless yeah, Missy. Thank you, Missy. So, t- I mean, like, you, what, what do you, what do you do with yourself nowadays? What's, what's, uh, what's, what's uh-huh. Tina's routine uh, throughout the year? I'm an artist. She's literally no, like oh, an that's artist. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Please look up www.tinasalveson.com. There it Boom. is. And and here's the thing, like, no joke, no joke. My mom is an. I I look at her art and I'm like. How are we related? How is this possible? Because I can barely like write legibly, <laughs> and she is amazing. It's like it's, great. it's amazing. It you guys have seen it. At my house. So, yeah. so, she is, real quick, she is spell so out, talented. It's insane. Spell out Salvisons for for everybody to know, so they can go and check that out. S is in Sam. <laughs> A is in Apple. Oh man. <laughs> L is in Larry. V is in Victor. E is an egret. S is in Sam. E is an egret. N is in Nancy. (laughs) There it is. Okay. Egret. I love that. So that's That's for Miami. Beautiful. And what do you do? Like when you're not, you know, creating amazing pieces of artwork, what do you do with yourself in Miami? I teach children. You do on the side. You do that too. I do that. You're so busy. Teach children. Yeah, I'm very busy. I'm very happy. And is there an age range that you that you teach? Or is it just anybody that want to come? Uh, no, come I teach eighth graders. Eighth graders to okay. get into um, to get into the schools they want. They need a portfolio. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Or so I, I teach like college students to get into their portfolios. That's awesome. For college. That's fantastic. For there's, there's not a lot for, to for college. Any school or yeah, like for university. It, and there are private high schools that I'm assuming that are around the area or wherever they want to go. Not even need private. Them, I have a lot of public school kids who need to get into this. Oh yeah, I'm saying like you're you're putting them in the spot where they want to go next, which right. is which is fantastic. And I don't think that happens a lot, especially well it's in the arts. Yeah, yeah. especially it's in the arts. In Miami, we have uh, charter schools, only three. They're very well respected in the nation. Mm-hmm. One of them is 13th in the nation, and I get them into that school. Well, that's amazing. That's wow. fantastic because it, I think we talk about that a lot. Like, there isn't a lot of, and you know, I know this isn't Eagles or anything related, but. We talk about that all the time because there is there is vocational schools for people that you know yep. want to go and learn a trade and skill. There's not a lot of out there that if you want to be a broadcaster, if you want to be an artist, if you want to do all those things, there aren't schools specifically for that yep. to go in and do. And even when you get into college and you go and do all those things, there's two years of wasted time and before John, you even get there. John, if you can imagine in eighth grade, if you had found a teacher <laughs> who could have guided you oh my to the right Didn't thing. Me? You too, James yeah, and yeah. Brandon. Yeah. If you had found somebody who could have guided you at that age. Well, Brandon actually lucked out, but yes, agree. <laughs> yeah, no, a- absolutely. No, if there was somebody on. be like... I wish I had had that. Like, I had no idea yeah. when I, I was like... I want to be in sports radio. And it was like, oh, and I somehow end up in sales. And it's just like, that's what happens. It's, there's, you know, there's nothing no there. guidance. Yeah. And you're in college, and it's the first, you know, that you're on your you own. Well, this happens in eighth grade. Which is amazing. And if it weren't amazing. for me, they wouldn't get into school. That's a lot so of cool. Them. That is so them. awesome. Yeah, it was well, amazing. Well, Tina, it was, uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to finally have you on the podcast. So She's I'm going the fir- off. Yeah. The Lois, the Lois, well, we're just, we're just yeah. wrapping up the show. The show is... Uh, Wrapping itself up yeah. here, so we're I don't think there's well, any. No offense, everyone out there. Maybe even Brian Coulter. It would be a, a close one. I don't think there's <laughs> anyone who listens to us more than Tina. That's from true. Miami. That's very true. She, I do everything, and, uh, and I don't know what the world you're talking about. But I, <laughs> That's all right. I am That's so awesome. happy to hear your 
your voices, I know all of them. Yeah, oh, which is, and now you know the faces, which is yeah. important. Yeah, so I she's know already the faces. Part of, she's part of our family now, too. Which she is just great. learned my face. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't just the first two years. There was a lot, a lot of weird gaps yeah. that went in there. Uh, well, we're going to wrap things up from the Paper Street Pub, but uh, I want to thank uh, everybody. Roger, for coming on. Of course, Tina, also, our new uh, family member. Quick shout out to Joe Parisi. Hey, Joe. Hey, what's up, Joe? Oh, man, what hey, up, Joe? Joe Parisi hanging shout out. out Beautiful. Joe. Coming and hanging out. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Brizzo, who's uh, still uh, what are we enthralled with the uh, Temple Villano? Oh, okay. Well, Villano was uh, man. What is this? Is a this is a not even a no, <laughs> what to call number one in the country. A, a non-instant John. classic here. I'm John just saying. I'm looking at the score: 29 points in one half. Come on now. They're better than that. If they want to be national champions, they should be put in. That's a good point. Actually, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, we've been uh, we've really enjoyed it, and uh, seriously, come out at the Paper Street Pub in Maniunk. It is fantastic. They got a lot of great drink specials, and of course, the Ghostface Killer Wing Challenge seems like it's a pretty good one. For myself, John Barcher, of course, for Brandon Lee Gouton, Brian Coulter, James Seltzer, we want to thank you for listening to BGN Radio Bud Light Live number nine right here on Bleeding Green Nation and BGNRadio.com. Paper Street Pub. Tina from Miami. Yo, or any days I sit back and count ways on how to get rich, son. So improve, ask my bitch to the late nights, build with my A and lights. We can pull a heist, snatch ice, or rock mics. But this rap shit got me wanna clap back the lats. How it goes, the young pesos made from scratch. But in good time, soon to get my like Bumsy. Heavy on the wrist, polo mock socks and rugby's. Old flicks remind me of Gucci's. Back in Union Square when Little Max Mill blast me. Yeah, that was Bill Bill. Fast forward, 94, who got the bad bass? Filthy as fingers scream for more, bless me out of state. How they Jake Starks back? Niggas won't work, now I'm put back off a G-Pack. Coke rocks, flood the co-ops, living gossip. The